Zoom meetings are just... Do you wear pants on your Zoom meetings? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I have a standing desk. <laughs> well, they don't show your whole body. I guess not, but I don't work from home. Oh, I yeah. come to work every day. I office <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is the Gas Cap Renegades podcast, also known as the Trailcast. I'm your host, Levi Black Eagle, and we are going to go on an adventure. So lace up them shoes, grease up those nipples, and put some band-aids on those ass cheeks, and let's talk running. Trail running. The Gas Cap Renegades podcast. Trailcast. Good evening, everybody. Good morning and good night. Good afternoon. And good midday to you, sir. Yep. It's about second breakfasties time. Sec- I had my first breakfast, not my second one yet. Really? Mm-hmm. I had a baby kind bar. A baby kind bar? Like a kind bar, but real small. Mm. Hello, everybody. I'm Levi Black Eagle. And with me, as always, Jason the Magnificent Cummings. <laughs> and we are the host of the Trailcast, your podcast from the Gas Cap Renegades in Crow Agency, Montana. How's Good going, old Crow Agency. Good old Crow Agency. Do you know where the original agency was? Where? I don't know. Fort Parker. Fort Parker? Right outside of Livingston. That was our first capital. I don't know why they called them. Was it, so was it capital or the agency? I don't know why Same they thing? called it agency. It was our um, center of operations, though. Is that where... <laughs> <laughs> Did we? Do you think before? We're. I think on language. Go ahead. Like back when the tribes were uh, different, like not, I guess bands, but did they have like a central location where they would meet, like come together? I think so. I there was, was probably different areas where they would meet, like um, Bajitcha, or they call it now Matitsi, Wyoming. Mm-hmm. It's actually Bajitcha. Yeah. So that was a meeting place of leaders. Mm-hmm. But I think language is really powerful too, in that. We are a nation, we're nations, but um, in English, to downplay that, I guess, um, reality, they'll say tribe. Oh, okay. Just like um, in other countries, like the Middle East, they're yeah. actually nations, but for some reason, our media calls them tribes. Tribes? <laughs> Tribal. So, you, you I'm all right with being a tribe, but mm-hmm. legally, we're a nation. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. The Ipsaloga Nation? The Ipsaloga Nation. So the same way the U.S. has to work with China, mm-hmm. it's the same way they have to work with us. I think that if people understood that more, it would make a lot of sense because um, when they look at us just as a race yeah. or ethnicity, then people don't understand a lot of our rights and legal stuff. So, Like when um the South Dakota governor is trying to tell yeah. them to what to do with the reservation or the yeah. land? She's out of line. That's crazy, huh? It is. But I think she's just, a, yeah, we're getting political here. <laughs> but oh, that, group, that group is meeting in Whitefish this week, remember? Who? There's an anti-Indian hate group. Really? And they're, like, they're actually having a real conference. I don't know if they're social distancing. They probably don't even believe in it. <laughs> but um, they're actually an anti-Indian hate group in Montana. And that they're so, yeah. Why are we talking about this stuff I don't now? know. Dear. We let the thing dictate where we're going to go. We'd Anyways, yeah, that's kind of, it's, it's, um, I hope to 
educate our listeners and <laughs> so if you want to attend the anti indian hate <laughs> <laughs> make your reservations in whitefish <laughs> that's interesting yeah it's um it is it's pretty you feel like with everything going on they'd have like better things to think about right now you you'd think but um <laughs> definitely trying to take advantage of the times but it's really scary though because they couch their agenda in terms of equality and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it's really not and it's just basically they're a group mad that um mad that we have a say over our own lands and mm-hmm. we have some say every time um a tribe tries to exercise their sovereignty they rally the troops so like for example in the salish area when they started charging fishing license fees like five dollars a fishing license yeah they started having big old massive um, protests and <laughs> and um, I don't know how massive, but then they started that kind of stuff and lawsuits and just mad they had to pay the tribe $5 to fish on tribal land and water. So anyways, that stuff the happens. Nerve. The nerve of some people. Yeah, you see all of them on the <laughs> Gazette comments too. <laughs> We're not going over there. Trolls. Son of a gun. Well, Shame that's how much like a fish, fishing license doesn't cost that much off the reservation. But still, just the fact that it's a tribal nation doing it, it really riles them up because they don't understand it's a nation-to-nation responsibility and not, they think it's uh, just an ethnicity or race, and yeah. it's not. So wow, we, this we is our trail running talk, huh? <laughs> Jason just kind of takes us wherever, wherever the mind goes. Oh, yeah. So, how are you doing? That's pretty good, but <laughs> this is kind of weird stuff we talk about when we're running, though, right? I don't talk about anything when I run. Yeah. <laughs> I just run. Just run. I just feel the wind in my hair, over my skin. Sometimes the bugs go right in my eyeball. Did you ever get a bug in your eye? Yeah, that's in the mouth too. It sucks. Oh man! Like it, when bugs go in my mouth, it must be like when I'm inhaling, because like, it'll go right to the back of my throat. Yeah, it goes right in there, and it's like bullseye. It's messed you up. run so fast, you have your um. <laughs> there's like gnats smashed against the, your sunglasses. Went to ice to run with my um. I guess it'd get too hot, like when it was muggy, and I'd take my shirt off and I'd run. And I was <laughs> like, little bugs crushed on your chest. My whole my whole torso was like a like a windshield. To <laughs> <laughs> just squeezy that yeah. squeegee that thing off, huh? Yeah, but one time I was wearing shades too. I was wearing shades, and it somehow went under my shade into my eyeball, and like I kind of like squinted and tried to rub it out, and I thought it was gone until I got home and it started burning again. Then I started messing with my eye and I. Like, I kind of wiggled a bug oh. out of my eyes. Ah. It was gross. Yeah, was it a... It was like a little tiny gnat thing. It was huh? a gnat. It wasn't a mosquito. It was like a gnat. Yeah, that's... I can just imagine that squeegeeing. You had to squeegee your chest, huh? Nope. The, boy, the old <laughs> wife did it. Squeegee this. <laughs> squeegee that. <laughs> Don't leave any lines either. Streaks. Um, what's new? Anything new? Hey, I seen uh, Mike Adams got sponsored by what? A run company. Really? Who? Yeah. I do, forgot. We, do we know? It's um. That's cool. I'm gonna look more into it. I just seen that, and you know, I thought that was pretty good news. And he made a couple of videos. Mm-hmm. His second video he made. Um, he must have been sliding down an ice slope or a snow slope, like with one leg down, uh-huh. and he gashed his shin on a uh-huh. sharp rock. And man, that blood is just coming out. It's a great video. Like, <laughs> like a Facebook video, or does he have a YouTube channel? He's got a YouTube channel. Do you know what? Do you know what it is? Should we give it a shout I out? I think it's Black Raven Runs. Black Raven Runs. Yep. So maybe we should just share one of his videos on our page. Yeah, we'll do that. Hopefully, we'll, we'll be all right with that. 
Hopefully he will. We'll, we'll ask him first. And if you see it, he said yes. If not, <laughs> we'll just share it. Not we'll just share it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's cool to, to uh, be such a good at something that someone will say, I want to give you something. Yeah. That's it, pretty cool. I've never been that good. I think you have. Not good enough for a sponsorship. Um, Training. You're still training for your yeah, 100 mile? I'm still training. I'm not training. You're not training no more? We, well, you've been really busy with your photography stuff. Yeah. That's tell me, busy. Tell me about that. Um, What's the... What's the process like? Or what are you up to? Just taking people's pictures and um, the thing is I'm trying to do... Do you have their permission? Do I? I guess I do. Just show up and... <laughs> if, no, if, if the only the only time that the only time it becomes a problem, I've I've read about this. Or I just weird that I that you say that because I watched a video on it like today or was it this morning or last night? I can't remember. So there was a guy somewhere who was he was he's, he was technically he's like a creeper, like a pervert. He was, <laughs> a technical creeper. Yeah. I didn't know that was. A, he was following the same two ladies around like grocery stores and like uh, that's weird department stores, and he was taking pictures with his phone of their backsides and their chest areas is what they said. And, um, so they, they called the cops. I can't remember, but they pressed charges on him. Good. They should. Nobody should have to put up with that stuff. But his art, his lawyer argued in a public space. And since he didn't follow them into the bathroom or a dressing room and try to take pictures of their, um, unclothed bodies. I don't want to hear details since no, that he wasn't doing that. But the lawyer said since he wasn't doing that, he was well within his rights to take your picture in a public area. Isn't that crazy? That's jacked up. Yeah, I think pretty much if we're in a public area, people can take your picture, so that's why you got to... Um, so I think they should be well within the rights to publicly knee him in the... Yeah. In the, in the covered... <laughs> publicly <laughs> knee him in the... <laughs> so yeah, in, in case you were worried about that. I'm just kidding. I know, but tell me about the whole project, like... You just offered your services to take photos, and um, I, I was kind of dabbled in. Um, then one day I said, "Well, I'll, I'll just start doing it." It, it kind of caught fire, so well, I'll try to make myself as professional as possible. So I, it's like an official service. You need it. I have my rates, and I take family family pictures. And so far, it's been families and senior pictures. Senior pictures, family Our, pictures, and eighth grade promotion pictures. Eighth grade promotion, education pictures. That's cool. Yeah. It's been fun. And I've been trying to do a quick turnaround because I got started kind of late. Yeah. And with everything going on, a lot of people are like, well, I don't know what's going on with the future. And like a lot of us like last minute, okay, we're, we're doing this. And do you think you could give me some pictures? And like, it's like a quick turnaround too. I don't know if you remember like when we were in high school that um, it was kind of a wait to get the results or to see. So I'm trying to at least do like one to two days if I can. So are you advertising or just word of mouth and people are reaching out to you? So far it's just been word of mouth. And like I, that my advertising is that I share, um, my finished products on my photography page, Black Eagle Photography on Facebook. I think it's the same thing on Instagram too. Then blackeaglephotography.com. So I know that's why you've been pretty busy and. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I, there's a couple things where I kind of hiked around. So were we in a public place when you took a picture of the back of my head? Yes. And you superimposed your face on it? That wasn't even my face. Yeah, it was your face. 
Whose face was on? Whose face was on? Was it, it was your yours. face? You I think it was like your face. You were acting like it was your reflection on the back of my head. Ah, it wasn't. <laughs> I was making you into that Harry Potter character. That was scary. That was funny. <laughs> That's how we start advertising your services. Was that I, picture. Should, huh? I should do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> but yeah, I actually, I actually had one this uh, afternoon after work. Cool. Then some this weekend and good times. It's fun. Uh, I'm glad to see you getting out there and. Mm-hmm. Enjoying yourself, using your skills. But, um, yeah, I've still been running. I've still been running. I've been trying to do some 10-mile loops here and there. And mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, I wore out my road shoes. Oh, really? They're just kind of they're just there, dead. but mm-hmm. you could tell the cushion is gone. Yeah. But I've been doing like a little 10-mile loop as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, this weekend I did it twice, so I did 20. In one then, day? Yeah. Wow. How, then, how much of a break did you have in between... I think it might have been a couple hours. A couple hours? Yeah, a couple hours and went out and did it again. And How was it the second time? Just not. Did you feel like you ran 10 I miles earlier? I felt like um, it, I was a lot slower, but actually the time was only like a minute difference. Oh, really? Like the overall time. I wasn't hustling though. I was doing like 10 minute to 11 minute miles, just mm-hmm. enjoying myself and stretching every now and then. Then the next day we went and hiked on the rims, me and my wife. And yep. I was sore for that. I'll bet. Yeah. Do you like hiking? I like running, and I like being outside in the trees, so it's fun. If you go, like, on a hike, do sometimes you think, I I would just rather run this right now, or are you okay with hiking? Yeah. I I, I guess, yeah, whatever. Either or. <laughs> <laughs> just being outside, being able to look around, you know? Yeah. And, uh, sometimes you got to slow down and if look If you don't around. run into a snake, it was a good day out. See any snakes yet? I haven't seen any snakes yet. Yep. I've driven by and like, I think that was a snake, but never running. Run over him. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, I have a soft spot for all of God's creatures. Even snakes? Just kidding. Are snakes cursed? I don't know, but... Didn't they have little legs? Then after that, they were cursed to like go around on their belly? It says in the good book. Something like that. Danger that, was telling me that. He said, did you know they had legs and they flew around? I like, oh, really? We had... um. We ran into one. A flying snake? Did I already tell, tell the story? We're not a flying snake. <laughs> <laughs> we rattlesnake at um, four dances. I don't think you did. Yeah, we went to four dances. and um, This year? Yep, just a couple weeks ago. And mm-hmm. I passed the snake first and it, I didn't see it. Yeah. It was immediately on the right of the trail. And then when I passed it, it stood up. Mm-hmm. He didn't have legs though, but he stood up. <laughs> <laughs> he started shaking his maraca. Yeah. And so the wife jumped out of the way and it was pretty scary, man. And then we left and we heard like shortly after that, somebody's dog got bit. Oh. Yeah. Scary. I think dogs have a good, um, a certain tolerance to snake venom. He was I, probably one of them little privileged dogs, some little tiny ones who bark real tough. Yeah. Approached the wrong beast. You have you have something against the little dogs, don't you? You don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how they pretend to be. We're trying to build a fence, like a big fence around our around our compound. Uh huh. Because we want to get a big dog. We want to get a big dog to protect us. What kind of dog? Like a Cujo or like a something that can drag me out of a burning building <laughs> and save my life if need be. All right, running. 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 Maybe I'm a dog I can run with. That's what I want. That would be fun, huh? It'd be really fun. 
Have you been training with your altitude mask yet? No, I haven't. Is that what yours is right now? You're wearing it right now. I'm trying to see because I know you have horses on your mask. Yes, someone made it for my whole family. So even the boys have little ones with horses, and the wife has one too. <laughs> we were supposed to take pictures of them. It's a good thing it's not just the horse face because then they should have made a horse face. face. You know what I told my <laughs> wife is that um we I need to design one where like remember how you could put your face on socks. Yeah, they need to put your lower mouth print on the fabric so it looks like you're not wearing a mask. There's an idea. You're just walking around with the permanent same thing. A picture of your mouth over your mouth. That'd be cool, huh? Or would that be too weird? <laughs> I think that'd be cool. <laughs> like, how do I feel you could get one where you're smiling, just a straight faced or a smirk? A smirk. Excited? Excited smirk. Out. Duck lips? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do duck lips. <laughs> I noticed something about the... um. No, I, I had a lot of hisses and pops in my last thing. I was trying to see if it minimizes it. But wearing masks out in public that um, they don't kind of work. They either do or they don't. You can't put them around your neck or over the top part of your head. I've seen where people like will be in line, and then, but they'll take their mask off to talk to people. Like, that's, well, that, that's really counter... They don't kind of work. They either work or they don't. So wear them or don't wear them. I think you got to fully commit or just say, I'm not going to do it. Then people at that conference in Whitefish probably don't have any masks on. What if they're fully masked and doing the whole six foot <laughs> being responsible? <laughs> they could be. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. Just because they hate Indians doesn't mean they can't be responsible <laughs> social distancers. Aren't they like one and the same? Like, <laughs> I don't know. The, um, you know uh, what bugs me? What's that? Every time, like, if we go to Billings, like, going to Shields or in that area of town, there's uh-huh. a store there, and it's like a ladies' makeup store, and all the time I think it says Ultra, but it says Ulta. Yeah, it's Ulta. Ulta Beauty? I wish it said, I wish there was a store called Ultra. Ultra Beauty? <laughs> no, like Ultra <laughs> Running. Oh. Uh, every time I see it, it's like, in my mind, really quick, it says Ultra. Maybe you could open up a store. And we could sell masks with faces on them. Mm-hmm. Everything's opening back up. I was anxious to see, like, um, was there anything you didn't see coming with this whole situation that we're in? Like, I thought there would be, like, a natural, like, looking back on it, saying, well, these things survived and this didn't, and we didn't see it as a, as a, I'm not seeing any of that yet. Uh, what do you mean? Like, um... Like, uh, I guess maybe like an evolution, how like some animals survived because of certain parameters and situations they found themselves in. I was thinking like, how was this pandemic and the way and the quarantine affected things that we didn't actually see happening, but I don't think anything. It was just kind of business as usual. We just all kind of hunker down for a little bit. I don't know about that. I don't either. I was, I was way, I was excited. I was like, I wonder, I wonder what's, what's going to, what's going to come of this. Is there something that we we didn't see coming that's going to spring forth as a, as a result of everything going on. The only thing for me personal is that I found that I don't have to go to the movies as much. I don't have to eat out as much. I don't have to... Celebrities ain't really that important. Celebrities really aren't that important. Nothing really is super important. Um, Just family. Teachers are pretty important. Yeah, teachers. Very important. Yeah. <laughs> very, very important. We, they need raises, all of them. They do. Mm-hmm. The, 
that was one thing that forced everyone to think about what was important in our society. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's been talking about that. Yeah. Celebrities ain't very important, but for some reason we gave them a lot of attention and Yeah. I think we squandered a lot of things on entertainment when entertainment isn't um as important as maybe family time. Yeah. And it forced families to spend time together. I know a lot of um people were happy to see their folks stay home for a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. Some of them didn't eat anyhow, though. Well, I don't know. I've been um, pretty entertained with Netflix, too, though. Did you finish Netflix yet? I didn't finish Netflix, but... Um, You're waiting for Netflix, too? I watched The Legend of Bruce Lee. Which one is that? Is that the one with... Um... It's in Chinese. What? Yep, it's in Chinese. And it's funny, because it's like season one, but it has like 30 episodes or something for season <laughs> one. <laughs> it's not done like... Um, it's not a high-quality thing, but it's fun. Is it? Because it shows his childhood. Uh-huh. And it's really funny because it's supposed to be like back in the day, but here um, he's like, I think he's fighting in this alley or doing something in this alley, and then um, Sam's Choice peeks the boxes on the ground. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Sam's Choice? Is it? Oh no, no. What's the? Um, it's a Costco pizza box on the ground. Oh, okay. It's and it's like supposed to be way back in the day and uh-huh. wherever, but here, so it's not a high quality, but it's fun. It's fun. The Legend of Bruce Lee. Yeah, I watched Double that. in Chinese. Uh, it was kind of, I listened to so much Chinese, I should know a few words besides some shishi. Shishi, me shishi. I've been watching The Community, that's fun. Community? I've never watched a single episode of that, you know that? Better watch it. I'll, I was going to, but that's I never got around to it. Funny. Um, mom, 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 mom. Did you watch Last Dance yet? <laughs> what is that about? The the last run of um, Chicago Bulls. Of what? Chicago Bulls. Oh, no, I didn't watch it. You need to watch it. You need to watch it. I pictured one of them like high school dance shows. No. Like when they have them. You know what I mean? Yep. What are they called? What are those movies called? Prom? No, like they have the cheerleader dance offs or whatever. Oh, you mean uh, Bring It On? Yeah, I thought it was like Bring It On or something. <laughs> oh, it couldn't be further from that. No, I haven't been able to watch The Last Dance yet. But I watched all that footage live. You're missing out. You're missing out. It's weird because they filmed all that, and it's weird that they waited 20-some years to just let it marinate, let it stew. I bet Rodman's interview is pretty fun. It is. uh, We watched all that live, and some of us had even get in choking matches Mm -hmm. cheering for our favorite teams. Yeah. It takes you right back. You probably start choking someone when you you watch it. We would watch it, and we'd had money riding on the game where it's like little... Uh I think we were middle school and like freshman, sophomore year. We watch it, and at halftime, we'd go outside to play a quick game of... We couldn't play 21 because that would take too long, but we played to 11. Turn into really pushing matches and everything. And It's cool the way they tell it because um, the 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 whole premise is based upon the, the, the crew followed the 1998 season, the last year of the second three-peat. Yeah. So the whole story is about that. That's kind of like the backbone of the storytelling, but they... They go back like flashbacks to when they they drafted Jordan and the, the rebuilding. Then they went to the, the first three peat, the first championship of the first three peat. Then they kind of worked their way up. Eventually, the the story revolves around the '98 season, but they go back and kind of revisit each thing in chronological order, and then it ultimately meets back up with the last episode, culminating in the. Uh, Did you watch all of it now? 
Yeah, it's done. It's done, huh? Ten seasons or ten episodes. I would like to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. It's pretty cool. When it shows up, it. probably. I almost cried a few times. Sitting there getting all misty-eyed. What the heck? Uh, which which scenes? Um, when uh, Dennis when Rodman Jordan hit that. Um, Dennis Rodman joins the uh, WWF for a little bit. That really um, <laughs> broke your heart, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was when Hulk Hogan was a bad guy. <laughs> he kind of he painted in like some five o'clock shadow because apparently that makes you bad. <laughs> remember? Do you do, do you remember that when Hulk Hogan was a bad guy for a little bit? No. Do you remember WWF had like good guys and bad guys? I think so. He 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 ditched his yellow and was like a biker or something. Like he was wearing all black and he drew in a five o'clock shadow. And <laughs> <laughs> he was a bad guy. Anyhow, I, I digress. But it's I, funny. I watched, how, I watched a few of them wrestling, but to be honest, like I was thinking, I couldn't tell the difference between the Muppets and Sesame Street because I only watched them a few times. We because like, um we didn't mm-hmm. have a channel growing up. Just every now and then, I'd stay at a friend's house and uh-huh. we'd watch stuff. We had an antenna and it was on a teepee pole. Yeah. And then um, they'd go out, they'd say, go go turn the teepee pole. And so mm-hmm. I, I was the remote control. I'd have to go outside and twist our teepee pole. Yeah. And they'd say, stop. And then I'd stop. And then the one show I think I watched um, faithfully was Cheers and Cheers, Night, yeah. Night Court. Cheers and Night Court, I remember that. Uh, Cheers and Night Court. Wasn't there some story where Bull Shannon was in Billings at one point? <laughs> really? Yeah, like he showed up at one I of the bars that there. Now. Yeah. Bull was the bailiff, right? The big bald bailiff. Yep. Is that a true story? Uh, I don't know. I just it's back there in the memory banks for some reason. Hey, uh, Mexican the Mexican jumping cactuses. Oh no, it's jumping beans. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds racist. I know, I just, but the um, jumping cactuses are real. I found. Are they? Yeah. I think I ran into a patch of jumping cactuses then. Yep. Because they are like they were like ninja stars <laughs> <laughs> all over my legs. <laughs> No ethnicity a tribe. <laughs> no ethnicity attributed. The non-dominational jumping cactuses or <laughs> cacti. Remember those jumping beans though? Yeah, those. I wonder how those worked out. Are they uh, called Mexican jumping beans or just jumping beans? We can leave out the Mexican. Okay. Just call them jumping beans. Jumping beans. <laughs> I don't know why they're called that. <laughs> you know why I like wearing this mask? Why? Because I could sing in my car and no one can tell that I'm really just getting into my singing. I drove by one of our coworkers that one day, uh-huh. man, he's singing his heart out. <laughs> and I asked him, what were you singing? And Was it Bruce? Nope. <laughs> Bruce really singing some uh, 49 songs, huh? Some hey yas. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so they really jump, huh? Yeah. I wonder how that I, works. I went to, I forgot where I went, but I we bought, oh no, it was Velvet. She was in Arizona. Mm-hmm. She brought some back for the kids. The jumping beans? Yeah, and those beans would move around by themselves. I've seen, they used to sell them in buildings. I can't remember which store. It was like one of those like Hallmark stores or something. They were like in little uh, little, little cases in them. You can see them just kind of flopping all over the place. Strange, huh? Weird. It's strange. Do you think they're real? They are real. We had some. No, I mean, do you think there's, is it like a gimmick or do you think it's Oh, like, there's a bug in them or something like that. What? I think. A bug trying to get out? I don't know, but. Because um, the ones I saw were like going crazy. I was like, that, that can't be real. I think there's a bug in them. Do I really me- don't know. Do you remember that little little tiny manila envelope that said rattlesnake eggs on them? Yeah. And you gave it to somebody and you're like, Wzzz. Yeah, that's pretty scary. Yeah. That was funny. Rattlesnakes don't even lay eggs. Do you remember them little suckers with a worm in it? 
Oh, the sucker. I thought, I thought you were calling something a sucker, like a... Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I remember the, the... What were they called? I can't remember. Hot licks Nostalgia. Having a st- nostalgic moment right now. Very much. All oh, the little kid. They still sell those. I think if you go to that candy store in the mall, you can find those. They like scorpions and... You know what I wish they had? What? Remember how they have those um, pens right now or those fake lighters that actually shock you for real? Mm-hmm. I wish they had those when I was a kid. Because we just had the hand buzzer. It would buzz and scare someone. Oh, yeah. But these new ones are pretty fun. Those were bad, man. Those were... think they'd give someone a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> like, you felt it. You felt it and heard it in your brain. It was weird. I worked with one guy and... um. He was like, I'm selling these really fancy pens to raise money for my daughter's school. Would you like to try one? And uh-huh. he electrocuted me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try to fight him? <laughs> I was shocked. And he I started was <laughs> You're shocked he would do that. You. <laughs> I was too shocked to do anything. He grabbed the pen and took off. Oh, man. Do you remember loads? You would put them in people's cigarettes and they'd blow up? Yep. <laughs> Isn't it strange that as children we had such access to cigarettes? Yeah, they could just blow someone's cigarette up. Sometimes they'd give you cigarettes because if they didn't have punks and you would sit there with a cigarette and taking a couple puffs to keep it from going out, then you would light your bottle rockets. <laughs> you'd go into the store and say, "My uncle sent me to get some cigarettes," and they'd buy, let you buy them. Well, yeah, dollar twenty-five for a, for, for a tobacco pack of products. I couldn't even see over the counter for a pack of Paul Malls. <laughs> <laughs> kind of had to reach up as high as I could <laughs> to put my dollar and quarter on the table. And <laughs> Do they still sell candy cigarettes? They do at Red Lodge, Montana. Do they? I'm going to go buy some. Yep. We went to the candy store <laughs> over there. And it's the first thing we... Um, there was a candy cigarette or a candy um, cigar uh-huh. called Savage. The Noble Savage, yeah. I bought it. Do you remember? <laughs> I, I didn't protest. <laughs> Doth not protest. I thought, all right. Some things are just so advertently racist that it's not even offensive. It's almost sauvage. It goes to this higher plane of some sort of, um, I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, even when I was little, it wasn't cool seeing like the Chief Wahoo, mm-hmm. but it was like your only representation. Yeah. In the mainstream media. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to get that hat. <laughs> I know what you mean. Like it was the only thing out there for us. So watching Peter Pan, even though it was real racist, and it was, but it was like, it's the only thing out there. So hey, I remember hey, there's Indians on here. excited anytime I would see like any type of Indian thingy in like anywhere, like yeah. in magazines or in movies or TVs or hey, hey, hey it's an Indian. Like even like today, if I see someone like in a, in like a, a, a TV show, like real randomly, like, like a show where like it's not taking place on a reservation or it's not Indians aren't part of a story, but there's an Indian in there. To this day, 2020, that's like surprising to me. It's like, oh my God, there's an Indian right there. Oh, like, there's a native in there. It, it peaks my curiosity and it gets me. Because we're not represented very much. And when we are, we're always like, okay. Yeah. I'm not saying like the Chief Wahoo's cool because it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, all that stuff I don't think is cool, but it was like the only thing out there for us. Yeah. When I was walking in Target the other day, there was some deodorant and toothpaste called Native, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get it? Was it for Natives? I got that um, Native toothpaste. <laughs> what is it? Is it just like, is it a Native American theme or is it just Native? I don't know. It's called Native. I don't know why it's called that. But some of their ads I've seen, it looks like there's Natives in the ads. Hmm. Could be. Black toothpaste. Do you think we own the- The um, color black. 
own the do we have like a certain ownership to, to the word native or because native isn't necessarily we should because what if like is a native animal or a native fruit does a native just mean like local? belonging to that place yeah we should I don't know I don't, know. I don't think so I that's, think that's a discussion for another thing maybe a different podcast um, but if, but uh, we're uh, we're the only true Americans mm-hmm. we're Americans we are because um, I have a lot of um, other other American friends, yeah. but we're the only Americans. Because we have a lot of European American friends. So we're Mexicans, then. They're Americans. Mexican They're Americans. indigenous to this continent, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, they're tribal peoples. They're continental. Continental peoples. Continentals. What is a continental breakfast? Do you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? You just got to let the river flow, you know. I mean, where it's going to go, where it goes. We do think about this stuff and have these kind of crazy conversations when we're running. Mm-hmm. What did you think of last episode? It's fun. It's fun. A lot of wealth of information, and mm-hmm. especially about the diet. Yeah. And then um, sharing that her first, the first marathon training didn't go out as planned. Yeah. But she didn't give in. She did it again, and I completed one. I remember listening to some of uh, Cheryl's stories uh, outside of um, the podcast that we're just hanging out. Certain times whenever I did hang out by her, her um, ability to tell stories, like the little, the minutia of the stories seemed to be, it was really good at, it painted a full picture. Like it seemed like you're really there listening to a story. I can't remember. There was like little things. Good, good communicator. Good storyteller. Yeah. Good storyteller. <clears throat> she is. That was Which, funny. You know, just, uh, I'm blowing on the baby's face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't remember. <laughs> I did that to cats. Uh huh. I had it happen to me, like you ride in the back of a pickup and mm. you stick your head out and it's too windy and you can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. It was good to hear from Cheryl. I'm glad she came in. I'm good. Good role model for the community. Yep. Doctor. Excuse me, Doctor Cheryl. Yep. What does he What does he say on um Austin Powers when they call him Mister Evil? Mister Evil. At the at the group counseling session, then he corrects her and says, "Doctor, I didn't spend five years in evil medical school to be called Mister Mister <laughs> Evil Medical School, <laughs> Mister Evil." <laughs> Are you going to do any runs this summer? Nope, especially since they canceled UTMB. That was going to be my. I was holding out for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do the Mom's Trail on the Mom's Trail day. So this will come out on Sunday, which will have been Mom's well, Trail than yesterday. Is, the goal is, let's see if I do it or not. Mm-hmm. I hate to say I'm going to do something and not do it. Are you going to do the Renegade 30 that we were planning on doing? Or are you going to do... I want to do the Renegade 30, or I might just do the Mom's Trail 20K. Mm-hmm. I'm just in, to enjoy it. A virtual run, just just so it's done? Saturday morning. I think it needs to. It'll, I'm going to. So it doesn't get lost to the, to the annals of time. <laughs> Annals. Is it annals or annals? <laughs> Annuals. I don't know. Do you know what? Isn't that the word though? <laughs> I'm listening. Write it down and I'll check it for next one. Annals of time. The annals of time. <laughs> but yeah, remember, if you don't use it, you lose it. So get out there and run Mom's Trail so it's still a beaten path. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm laughing. laughs> I can't breathe. 
if it's not run on the on Saturday of Memorial Day weekend, and then it, it, it might go away. So we're not going to let it go away. So we got to get out there. I'll be. I'm gonna... We won't be there in an official capacity, but we'll be there in spirit. I seen that Punky shared with us. There's a run at Sheridan, a free run on June sixth. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. At least win. Uh, at least get one T-shirt this year. <laughs> <laughs> Earn one T-shirt this year. You know. I got too many of those darn T-shirts. I'm okay with that. Are some T-shirts more? Do you like them more than others, or you don't really care? Um, if they feel good, like if they don't shrink and they just they're like soft, I guess. Yeah, I like that soft material. Yeah, if they just they feel almost like an old shirt that you that's been. Or are some races more? Um, are you like really glad to get a shirt out of that one? Mm-mm. It's all the same. It's all the same. Mm. So it's, all, it's, the it's all about the feel. The, really? Here's here. If a shirt feels good on my body, you can see that from the way my posture goes and the way I hold myself. If you feel good, you're gonna look good. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, if I was wearing a Western States 100 shirt that felt like itchy, itchy spikes on me, I'm probably gonna feel uncomfortable. And that shirt's not gonna look. Do you good don't on really me. care about it then, huh? No. What about your um? Bridger Ridge Run shirt. It looks cool. It looks cool, but it's we black. don't ever wear it, you know? I wear mine all the time. Do you? Yeah. I just roll the sleeves up. It looks even cooler now because someone spilled some bleach all over it. Arnold, some bleach got spilled on the floor, and my um shirt was laying like on a pile of clothes on the ground right there at the foot of the um washer. And when I pulled it up, it was like it's like half tone now. Like there's like a diagonal going through it where it's like light black and not black. That would be a good course to do this summer just for fun. That's scary. But it would be fun. Doesn't sound fun. I met one one um kid and he's like 20, 21. Mm-hmm. And he started at the M in Bozeman. Yeah. And he had a backpack and he had food and whatever. And he had a hammock in there. And he did the whole 21 way. And then he slept at Ferry Lake, spent the night, and next day went back. That There's be, an idea. That's that would be fun. That would be fun. Or even... um. Hiking the crazies would mm-hmm. be fun. It would. The other race I've seen is um, there's a trail to rail, not this weekend, but next weekend. Trail to rail? Only for Montanans. What's trail to rail? Do you go to, like, to a train station? It's in St. Regis, Montana, and mm-hmm. they're going to have their run still. There's a 50-mile course, mm-hmm. 50K, and there's like a 20K or something like that. I'm almost 40 years old, and I've lived in Montana my whole life. I've never heard of St. Regis. Oh, I don't know. If I'm saying the right place, then let me search it real quick. No, I'm pretty sure it is because I'm not that enlightened to everything, but, but I think that's was, crazy. It's still on. Is it? It's St. Regis. Yeah, St. Regis, Montana. Wow, that's crazy. Saturday, Saturday June 6th, there's a 50-mile, 50K, 30K, 12K, 5K. Hmm. And there's even a 50-mile relay. 50-mile relay. I at least want to do something this summer, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm. I think that mentally and emotionally, I'm just kind of checked out for running really? this year. I'm just like, I wanna. I'm done. I'm still running. Yeah. I mean, as far as like races go, I'm just. It is what it is. Just gonna put an asterisk next to this year and move on. Are you? Yeah. There's a Western States virtual run. I'll probably win that. Really? Yep. Ride on a horse. So I think there's like a thirty I'm mile. Take it back to its roots and roots and go on a horse. <laughs> There's like a 30 mile, yeah, 60 and 100 mile, and you can take as long as you want to get them done. Hmm. 
Does Western states, the regular one, have different different distances? This is what they're doing instead. Oh. I think um, the reason they have different, um, dis- they don't have different distance. I don't know. Let me look up the Because most runs do, don't they? Or is Western just a strictly 100? I really don't know. I've never actually looked into that. Because I know Leadville has different distances. And really? like different, different. They have, because there's like, they have like triathlons and duathlons and just bike strictly. Then, then I think they have like a 50 mile. I, I think I'm pretty sure Leadville has like a bunch of different, it's like a trail series. They have some sort of virtual run though. And depending on if you get so far, you'll get that award. Do you got to get into the lottery to get in? Or can you just, <laughs> anybody do it. the virtual run? I doubt it. At least you don't have to start in that valley. Do you have to be, do you have to have a right to run like Tim who finished a hundred mile? So therefore he has a right to. No, maybe this is, I'm going to get in Western States without qualifying. I don't know. I don't think I could do a Western thing unless I feel like I earned it. <laughs> I'm going to earn this thing. Can't wear a war shirt unless you've been <laughs> a veteran in battle. <laughs> That's, Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about people who um, wear race shirts who didn't run the race? That's like, like when we had mom's trail. Some people showed up, grabbed the <laughs> shirt, and took off, and they never. How do you feel about that? Ah, uh, I don't know. Not mixed emotions. Mixed emotions. I think that it's cool that my shirt seems co- our shirts seem cool enough to um take to y- yoink to wink to, to gank um ganked your shirt. Yeah. I'm like hey. Then the next year we're like you get your shirt when you finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I felt bad because someone was lined up for the race. Remember, we kind of had a delayed start because of the the mud. Uh-huh. So she couldn't she couldn't do the run, but she was waiting in line at the start, and she said, "Oh crap, I gotta go." So she left. Then I made that post, and she got a hold of me. and said, "Okay, um, I'll give you my shirt back. I wasn't sure." And I was like, "No, I don't mean like people like you, <laughs> you people, you people." <laughs> what do you but, think about that? Um, don't wear shirts that you didn't run in officially <laughs> unless you were a volunteer or your husband gave it to you or wife or your wife lets you use her um, shirt yeah <laughs> <laughs> well that's a, when I when I um, DNF the hurl mm-hmm. I felt weird about wearing the shirt that's why I wrote DNF on there <laughs> <laughs> that's honorable I don't know if it's necessary but I just didn't want people to say hey that guy finished mm-hmm. I wrote TNF on the arm. <laughs> I think that goes into all like personal preference. It but helped motivate me though, because every time I think about that, I was like, "Yeah." If I ever DNF, I'm gonna write DNF on it. On the arm or on the in the chest? Right on the chest. Huh? I might just get a brand. I might be like the Scarlet Letter, and carry that around. The Scarlet or, Letter. <laughs> instead of a big A, it's gonna be a big DNF. Over around my neck. <laughs> big ADNF. Is <laughs> it a big ADNF? It will be. Like a big old flavor flavor clock that says DNF. Um You know what I I, I read? That they've found links that if you have a vitamin D deficiency, it um okay, so they did studies in uh like Italy and Spain, and they found that a higher mortality rate in people who had lower vitamin D levels with COVID, with a COVID-19. So if they have a lot of vitamin D, they might survive, better chances to survive? Yes, I guess is what they're saying. I don't, don't, Tell don't, me what vitamin D does again. 
Um, you get it from Sunlight. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but you could find it in um. I wrote it down. Um, blah, 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 blah. in sunlight, salmon, tuna, eggs, and mushrooms will increase your vitamin D. So get out there, get in, get in the sun, have some salmon, some tuna, some eggs, and some mushrooms. Boost your vitamin D levels and um, increase your increase your chance of fighting off the coronavirus. I don't know if that's the exact thing for it. They just found that. They found a, some a, sort of link. A higher mot- mortality mortality rate in lower levels of vitamin D. I like the sunlight. Me too. I'm one of that's always trying to get dark in the summer. Mm-hmm. Other people are, don't want the sun because they don't want to get dark by that. I like I like having really strong tan lines on my watch because it lets me know that I've been outside. On your watch? Like my watch band? Like when I take my watch off, it's real, it's real white under there? Or... Isn't that why you said you wear them little shorts too? That's why I get my little shorts. Get it. Gonna increase my vitamin D. Gonna have <laughs> why a you big old little shorts. Big old um, anti-COVID method. Fighting COVID. Fighting COVID with these shorts. <laughs> <laughs> the more skin that is exposed, the more vitamin D I'm gonna take in. You think? <laughs> That's a good logic, I think. Yeah. So if you're expecting Coach Cindy Farmer, we had um a scheduling. I think the we, when we went to go schedule schedule her, we um, we, there was a narrow window where everybody's schedules didn't really coagulate very well, and the window we had is okay. We'll do it there, which is right now actually, a full disclosure, and uh, she she had a last minute Zoom meeting or something come up, but anyhow something came up and she wasn't able to make it in, so we got to schedule for next week. So tune in next week where we'll have Coach Cindy Farmer as our guest. Yep. You're just stuck with uh, Jason Sorry, and I today. Sorry. We know stuck you got your us. hopes up. People yeah. were excited for that. I was excited for it. She was excited. That dang Zoom is just... She's probably on Zoom right now with a... Zoom meetings are just... background. Do you wear pants on your Zoom meetings? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I have a standing desk. <laughs> well, they don't show your whole body. I guess not, but... I don't work from home. No, oh, yeah. I have to come to work every day. Walked <laughs> <laughs> by your office and you. Do you think um, a lot of those videos that happened were real, or do you think it was a great marketing ploy? A lot of them were marketing ploys. A lot of them were real. I don't know. It's, because there's a lot of other online virtual meeting tools, mm-hmm. but everyone for some reason talked about. Is that why I saw I saw a tweet where it said um, Skype dropped the bag, even though they had a nine year head start. Yeah, they dropped. Is it because Microsoft took over on them? I have no idea. Like I, I knew about. I didn't even know there was Zoom until this whole thing broke out. And then when um they started saying like we're gonna do telething, I said okay, well, I guess they're gonna use Skype. And then Zoom was just where the heck's Zoom from? I don't know. It's just that's crazy. Maybe Skype thought that too. So okay, everyone's gonna use our platform for this. We'll just wait for them to come in. And, and they didn't. Maybe it's too hard to use Skype. We tried Zoom's to use. Maybe easy. it's because there's a portion where you got to pay yeah and zoom's pretty much free yeah the um for work we use google meet mm-hmm. and that's already within our platform and but man i haven't had so many meetings i have a lot of meetings as a, in my job yeah but during this time everybody thinks it's real convenient just to have a meeting ah, there's tons of meetings now mm-hmm. yeah and it's really hard work paying attention yep, that's where <laughs> That's where our guest is right now. She's at a meeting. Well, this time of the year, school's ending and t- 
teachers are pretty busy to begin with. So you excited for the school year to end? <laughs> Is it going to feel any different? I don't think it'll feel any different, but I am lonesome in a way for our students. Yeah. Hope they're doing all right. And um, mm-hmm. I like seeing them out there in the community when I do see them, like I'll drive by or see them in the playground even. Or mm-hmm. Yesterday, my kids caught a toad when they when Danger came to pick up his last packet or his last, all the schoolwork. Did he bring it to school? No. It was just jumping around the school. It looked like, a, it wasn't like a frog. It was a toad, like the ones that can live outside of water. And it was real fast, like a mouse. Like it wasn't like... um Like a horny toad or just... It looked like a horny toad without the horns. It yeah, like I real, think it's a horny toad still. It didn't have any horns. No, I don't think so. Anyhow, um, it wasn't even jumping. It was like kind of, it almost seemed like it was running real fast across the ground. Because I thought it was a mouse. Like fast, huh? So a uh, mouse. Then, um, Jared, my other two younger boys just picked it up. <laughs> it wasn't even scared of it. Uh-huh. That was funny. Then, sure. um, <laughs> dangerous, dangerous, when he got back in, dangerous said, Crimson, I don't think you're going to get warts because that was a different one. And Crimson was back and said, What am I going to get? Gingivitis? <laughs> <laughs> From the horny toad. Yeah. Or the toad. Uh-huh. Was it kind of round or? Yeah. I caught a horny toad once. Um, Me too. And I was trying to take it home to my kids. Mm-hmm. So I stuck him in my lunchbox. And there was one Charmin paper towel in there. And that Charmin sucked all the moisture out of him. Jeez. And it was only like one work day. And then. That should be their marketing campaign. He was all dried up. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's how absorbent our <laughs> tissue <how> paper. <laughs> paper towels are. <laughs> Charmin paper. I thought Charmin was toilet paper. Is it? It was um, a paper towel, though, whatever it was. Oh, Bounty? Bounty. Probably. Yeah, how'd you know? Probably Bounty or Brownie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so, what else do we have here? So, next week, we'll have um, Coach Coach in. Hey, did you see Zach Bitter broke another 100-mile record? On the treadmill. Yeah. He already had the 100-mile record, yep. Did he run it like in 11 hours and something? Uh, the, his uh, non-treadmill where he ran around a track was uh, 11 hours and 19 minutes, 13 wow. seconds wow. On, back in August. Then he just recently broke the treadmill, treadmill 100-mile record in 12 hours and 9 minutes. That's crazy. That is a 7... Did he get to watch TV or anything? 7.03 pace. Yeah, I think he had he had a Zoom meeting going on. And like people were tuning in, like kind of A Zoom meeting? Yeah. I think That's he funny. Had, I think right in front of his face and like people were... Would jump, would jump online and encourage him and jump off like like Jamil Curry and like a lot of running, running folks, trail running folks were joined in that meeting. What else do we got? I was thinking, um, I don't have anything else, but I think this time, this um, lockdown and all that has caused a lot of people to just really, I guess, reattach to their families, <laughs> reattach, but um. Reevaluate their priorities and mm-hmm. and some people have gotten kind of stressed too. I think worried and yeah, we were hiking on the rims and we start think I was thinking about that and how mindfulness could really help them. I don't know if anybody's ever practiced it. Did you say you're trying to practice it with your with your right foot breathing thing? Mindful running. Yeah. Um, when you said if I run mindful, most of the time I just get out there and run. Like my body just knows what to do. The only time I ever thought about running, running like when I was running is like I need to do this I need to 
make sure my posture and blah, blah, blah was when I was trying to change the way I ran. That was the only time. Or when Steven said, exhale. On your right foot? Don't exhale on the same foot every time, I guess basically is what it was. And that was hard. It's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that makes the time go by faster because you told me once that if it's ever the tone, uh, going gets tough, just count your breaths and mm-hmm. try to get to 100. Yeah. And that's helped me through some like half marathons and 10Ks where you got to push fast all the time. Yeah. When it was hurting and I wanted to quit, then I just counted my breaths, mm-hmm. my breathes. Your breathes. Counted my breathes. And um, it really does take your, I guess, um, it's powerful stuff. It is. Breathing it's, uh, and mindfulness and helps people. I think if people are worried or stressed during this time, they should really look into it. Mindfulness? Yeah, mindfulness and it's it sounds cheesy. When I was little, I thought that was the stupidest thing ever. And they'd say, um, "Count to ten and breathe." I thought that's so stupid. Mm-hmm. But now, as an adult, I'm like, it works. <laughs> <laughs> Not 100 percent foolproof, but it's better than nothing. Yep. So just, um, instead of um, did I, did I talk about this in a previous episode? I can't remember. People will 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 tell me things that I said, and I, said, I don't remember saying that. But I guess I said it. Even I'm on, always putting words in your mouth. Yeah, um, um, like on the podcast, people heard things that we said. Uh-huh. Like I said, oh, I guess I said that. It's been used a bell, but I don't fully remember. Did I say this before about um, like as far as like mindfulness goes, like what if I told you don't think about an orange, and like as far as us being like worried about things, it's like don't worry about it. But then that makes us worry about it. So if I said don't think about an orange, uh, um, the orange just now popped in my head. The orange pops in your head. So what you got to do is say. Tell me what an apple looks like. I want you to not think about an orange, but instead of saying, don't think about an orange, I'll say, tell me about an apple. What color is it? What does it smell like? How does it feel? When you take a bite and what does it taste like? What is the texture like? Can you feel, is it one of those squishy apples or one of those kind of more firm apples? Is it a Granny Smith? Golden Delicious? Uh, Fuji, Fuji? (laughs) (laughs) Fuji, Fuji. Does it have the wax on it? Um, Are the seeds real big? Do you got to spit those out or are you just kind of going right right through the core eating the whole thing? Do you twist the stem off? Things like that. When you start thinking about filling your mind with things to do, you're not thinking about the orange. So you got to find ways instead of sitting there saying, don't worry, foc- refocus your um your attention on something else where the ultimate goal is to so not purposely worry. think about certain yeah. things instead of. Instead of thinking how far you got to run, I say, okay, I'm just going to count each foot. One, two, three, four, until I get to a point that I'll start over again. That's, I heard um, David Lopez, he was saying, Instead of like worshiping your problems and mm-hmm. talking about them all the time, he said, um, why don't you th- think about the times you've gotten through those problems and all the past times where things worked out Yeah, and things um, worked out good and imagine how things can get solved and mm-hmm. just basically purposefully thinking good things. Yeah. That was really neat to hear. It is. So, Do you come from that the school where um, people who say, um, I try not to worry about things because then you just suffer twice. I um, every now and then worry. <laughs> so I think it's part of a DNA, but like things that I have no control or say over, I try not to. At least trying but, to find out if um, yeah, like so that's a hard. It's a good mental practice. I think mm-hmm. a lot of us need to develop and be better at. Yeah, running sure helped a lot. It does because running. I guess gave me the emotional fortitude to say, ah, I'm not going to worry about this right now. Yep. I know I need to do that more. All of us, I think, 
Mm -hmm. Always do that better. If you take really good care of your car, it'll run for a long time. Make sure that the fluid levels are always good. And you change out the filters and your your old oil and it'll get you to where you want to go. I think if you take care of your body, like your mind and your spirit and things like that. And I think running is a tool to keep your body in a good, your, your mind and your body in a good shape to deal with distances you need to travel. That's good enough. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, even our diet or our intake and fueling. Yeah. If it might be a little, little bit pricier right now to eat healthy, mm-hmm. but it's sure a lot cheaper than um, overhauling your engine. Yeah. <laughs> Oil changes might seem like inconvenience, but mm-hmm. it's a lot better investment than than fixing a uh, old. I can't even think of something to say. Transfer case. <laughs> <laughs> then repairing a burned out engine. Yeah. All right, everybody. Do you have anything else, Jason? No. So on everyone, keep running. Even if it's a little bit, you won't regret it. We have no phone calls. Call us, call us in, guys. Um, call us in. What's the, what's the number again? <laughs> Jason's being too political. Call him in. <laughs> 638. I'm just going to guess. I can't guess. What is it? 272-6388. I thought it was 638 That's our work number. 272-6388. Let me double check on that for you right now, I believe. We have the number on our thing, don't we? Fill the time. Fill the time. 272-6388. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Tune in next week when we have a special guest. Who, hopefully. Hopefully, who's brought many of our local athletes to the mountaintop and is a repeat visitor to the mountaintop. Um, so from all of us to all of you, run hard and run like the wind. <laughs>